Do you ever have deja vu, Mrs. Lancaster? I don't think so, but I could check with the kitchen. Anybody hear that? It's a, um, it's an impact armor is what it is. I'm fairly alarmed here. <laughs> that is really super. How did a nitwit like you get so tasteful? What good is a phone call if you're unable to speak? Shark! The shark! Okay. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. This is a tasty burger. Well, for all of us here at Channel 4 News, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. And thanks for stopping by. But mainly, stay classy. From Milwaukee, it's Movie Chatter. Welcome to Movie Chatter Podcast, episode 182. I'm Dave. And I'm Don. We were, on the, we were on the movie set today, weren't we? We were. We were on location of a very exciting day. It was pretty damn cool. I mean, we worked there for 30 years. Finally, somebody's doing a... Yeah. We made a, our own little crappy movies there back 20 years ago. Yep. You know, tw- one-minute shorts. And now we got a and real now, production company. A real production company, just by chance. Local... I guess the story. I guess the story was our company needed some film editing done, and they called right. the first person they called. Said, "You know what? We'll do it for free if you let us do a live stunt in your quarry." That's exactly right. Yeah, because uh, they just happened to be making the sequel to a movie from 2009 called Modus Operandi. Look it up. M O D U S. Operandi, O P E R. I think it's modus operandi. <laughs> it, uh, How do you pronounce that? I think yours. Modus operandi. Operandi. Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah. anyways, yeah, it's a local movie. You know, some people might might remember Mark Borchert from American movie, American movie, where he was filming his passion project, Coven. Right. Actually, that movie was... Coven, as he called it. Coven, the 35-minute direct-market thriller film shot on 16-millimeter black-and-white reversal. Uh, it's uh, an alcoholic man compelled to go to this group meeting by his one and only friend left, but they're not that helpful, the group, you know? It was a documentary by somebody else about right about him. He so didn't make American that. movie was uh, an award-winning... You documentary. Know, documentary that was at Sundance and a bunch of great things and yep. I haven't seen Coven. Oh really? Have you? Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's an independent local film. Right, yeah. It you know, it's better than our stuff. That's a lot of passion. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's full of passion. It very interesting character. Yeah. And now they're doing a sequel of this movie. And yes, we were on location a very sunny day today. God in heaven. Yeah, with 150 people there standing yeah. in the sun. I knew there was going to be delays. People, we mm-hmm. got we got like a a notice that said, right. You know, arrive at noon. Right. Gates lo- close at 
11 at 12 30 12 30 you're locked in locking the in for security we're going to be in this special cordoned off area that we know is safe and secure and truck uh, a car is going to go over the edge of the quarry we're at, launching at 12 45 and everybody yeah. gone by one yeah so go ahead bring bring your kids and uh some beverages and and a, and a lawn chair which we forgot i didn't bring a lawn chair a hat for my bald head, or even <laughs> sunglasses. So I'm over there, me and Zach and you. And oh yeah, we, we are. Just... We definitely got our first sun of the year. Oh my gosh, it was a beautiful. It was a great day for it. I mean, yeah. they have like blue skies in the background, and cutting to the chase, it it worked perfect. Yeah, it, it went off fantastic once it finally did. And 110 foot cliff, basically. If right. you're listening to this and you're trying to imagine what it is, it's a limestone quarry. And with a, a sheer face, a sheer straight down face, uh, right down to bedrock, and you land on hard rock on the bottom. And this is not a big budget movie. We'll talk about Modus Operandi, the original movie, you know. And if you wa- that was also filmed in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, mainly. Right. And so uh, I mean, pa- also also a very you know small budget as well. Pause at any moment, and you know, look at Instagram. Yes. I'm sure my story will be up for a while. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll movie keep it Chatter up for podcast a movie or, chatter podcast. Or Donnie Be Good. Well, I'll have one, too, of the video. and Still I'll shots. Probably, I'll probably post uh, uh, on my site. So basically, uh, they took a Mercedes, mm-hmm. put it on jack stands, up out of our view, yep. and then put a brick on the accelerator. Just like in the old-time movies, and just when you're trying to get rid of a car. And you could hear that thing screaming engine just scream and then they just pushed it pushed it off the jack stands and it went perfect it did you could hear the squeal the engine revving hard yeah as we left i was saying there's like a 20 foot burner from the mercedes uh yeah it it took forever took forever the director came over a couple of times to to give the you know the crowd some uh some notes like make sure to be quiet for five we, seconds after the impact. Yes, we, we want to get this very unique sound of this car smashing into the ground, you know, without babies crying in the background, which there almost was. Yeah, there almost was. I mean, way over 100 people, right? There was. As far as, like, company events, this is, like... The best I, turnout I we've like, ever had. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a small company, and it seemed like half the people were there. There was more, yeah. And, and then everybody, you know, some people brought their... Three or four kids. Oh, my gosh. Like Brian, he brought his dad, right? his brother, yeah. and two kids. I mean, there were people, I'm, I'm, I'm going up to Appleton to get to bring my brother down and watch this thing. And, you know, we kept saying how, oh, we're going to have all these people. We're going to wait around for so long. And then it's going to be like anticlimactic because it's going to take two seconds. And it's not going to burst into flames or anything like that. But actually, it was pretty cool. I mean, you'll never... It was worth the wait. It really was. Because you hear about people on, like, you know, extras on the set of, like, a Batman movie or whatever, where they have to just be there for, like, 12 hours just waiting. And this did end up doing that, because we first got there, and... um, one of the guys at work, Nate, uh, yep. was like, "Oh, we've been filming since yesterday. We got we're really caught up. We're probably going to be able to get this done an hour sooner than we thought." Okay, you know, and then turns out is actually an hour and a half later than they thought. Nate wants to get his name on that film somewhere. I I, I think so. <laughs> Although 
I don't know if they want to associate with it. It's a pretty uh, racy movie. Yeah, like, uh, uh, yeah, some so people were going, do you know, have you seen this? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this, there's a lot of boobs. There's a good deal of frontal male nudity. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of violence. You produced know, by a porn star. Produced by Sasha Gray. Great porn star. Yeah, she's great. She's beautiful, and she's been in some uh, David Sonnenberg movies. Right, so, I mean, you know, just our company, it's a little... Quite racy for for the us. owners are of our company. We're very we're very conservatively, uh, you know, uh, managed for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I I I actually watched that whole movie last night, Modus Operandi. By the way, if you don't know Danny Trejo, you know that's the big notable name. That's okay. a, that's a name that people would know. He is the uh, the guy that did Machete. Machete kills. That's what he does. I tried to watch and it in bed, a bunch and I of made it about 20 movies. minutes. Okay. Yeah, it's actually pretty pretty quick. It's only an hour and 15 minutes. But anyways, yeah, it's a, it's a racy movie. It's There's not much story to it. It You know, I mean, I, we can do a review of that afterwards if what, you'd what like. What is the movie about? Could you give me a description? Uh, basically, it is about a... Uh, it's a revenge movie about a CIA agent is wants to find out who murdered his wife. And then also it's about two mysterious briefcases yeah. that keep getting sp- stolen from one person and going to another. You know, I'll spoil it a little bit. I got to know. It, do we ever find out what's in them? You do. You okay. do. It's, it's kind of like, like snuff films and stuff that would implicate the president of the United States. Okay, okay. The pre- actually, the president of the United States is involved in a snuff film. Oh, cool. And the video is apparently in one of the briefcases. Yeah, I'm and actually... And everybody keeps picking up these briefcases, and as soon as they pick them up, they get shot in the head, and uh, then they it's a race to try to get these back to him. Danny Trejo, is uh, he plays director Holiday. Okay, uh, and uh, he's he's uh, he's the the good guy, and he's in the sequel that we saw the one of the scenes of uh, the first one. You know, it, it, again, very very low budget. Um, it wasn't filmed in Siberia. <laughs> There's a shot there. It was definitely Wisconsin in the it's, winter. It's all Wisconsin, right? Ice where fishing. Where they're chainsawing through the through a lake to, and then a, a sn- that was pretty good. And then the yeah. guy guy comes out with. I was like, wow, with the briefcases. You, <laughs> that's an and impressive shot and there it is yeah i mean they they in the first movie they managed to get a helicopter they do a, a copy of the north by northwest scene really where yeah it's actually mark borchert running from a helicopter in a field they really got somebody to use a helicopter yeah oh wow. yeah yep so there's a helicopter in it they also have uh a sailboat on lake michigan you know there's shots of the calatraba uh, oh really? Art museum and, okay. and things like that in the background, um, but generally speaking, there's really no sets. I think they basically said, "Can we film in the lobby of your hotel?" And then they would do that. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. And then they film in a theater, and they film in an abandoned, you know, whatever. Uh, a couple of small scenes, and obviously, very very minimal um, special effects budget. I bet you to be. Which it's filming. I mean, you can watch it on right. Tubi right yeah, now. Yeah, you can watch it on Tubi. I bet for you free. they got a spike. They probably are. Somebody's looking at the. I wonder the the films after, that are being viewed and after like, this wow. weekend because I was spreading the word. That's where I found it. 
Tubi, T-U-B-I. You can. It's just one of those streaming services. Yeah, that, very quick little app to upload. Yep, and you don't even need an app. Sometimes you just click on it and you're just watching it with ads. Okay. And uh, so, anyways, yeah, it's it's a it brings up an interesting topic of independent B movies. Uh, grindhouse movies, which is how I would describe op- modus operandi. You know, it's a lot of fun. And to bring it back to the way where we started, the day today was a lot of fun, and it it turned out so cool for these guys. The car flipped and landed right on its hood. Yeah, and I mean, flat hard. as a pancake. Flat. It, I mean, it couldn't have been a better flip. I mean, no. it was perfect. Before, we, remember what you were saying was going to happen? You were like, oh, man, it's going to just trickle over the side of this. Right. No, it launched like like Smokey and the Bandit. I want to jump something else. I want to jump around. I want to jump something. I'll jump me. <gasps> yeah. Very impressive. I, You know, and the thing is, you know, you're looking at the the trailer of the first movie Right. And I was like, okay, this is a really low budget movie, but really low. Budget. When you're when you're there watching them do it, mm-hmm. it it's it seemed movie. like a, a real movie. They they have to have some I don't know how much I would be very interested to know what a budget was on a movie like this or for that matter modus operandi. Or it's a uh, lot of a lot of volunteers. The guy said there's a couple people from LA today. Yep. He was from Chicago, Detroit, the the second director. Right. And uh, and then he said the director was from Milwaukee, so I don't know if Mark Borchard is directing, directing it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm kind of guessing he is. I think maybe he is. The, in the first movie, he is a main character, right? But uh, yeah, a lot of volunteers. I'd be interested. Do they spend basically their entire budget to get Danny Trejo to be in like five scenes? Probably. Right. You know, but maybe he's a friend. Yeah. Also, the last movie has Mark Medcalf, notable guy, uh, was happened to be a a local resident back ten years ago. Maybe they can get these actors at an hourly rate. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, Mark Medcalf. You know him as as Niedermeyer from National Lampoon's right. Animal House. Right. Yeah, he used House. to do local radio here for right. a long time. Yeah, yeah, and, and Seinfeld, of course, as the as the uh, conductor. What was his name on there? Isn't that what the he's... maestro? The maestro. There you go. But I, I love, and he's in like two scenes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to watch the rest of it. I'm sure everybody. I know 150 people mm-hmm. that are going to be watching it. You know what? I'll see if I can pull it up. There was a great review of Modus Operandi by, believe it or not, Roger Ebert. Really? Well, I don't know if it's Roger Ebert as much as it's. It actually um, has a pretty decent. It might be... Rotten Tomatoes score, too. Right. It might actually be, you know, just... It was on robertebert.com. Okay. He actually gave it, you know, just what you would imagine. It, it's a it's a very low-budget movie. I mean, um, but very interesting. Gosh darn it. I, I want you to pause the, the video. How about this? While you're looking up the info on the movie, I will play audio from the filming of Modus Operandi 2 today. A world exclusive movie chatter podcast. Hey, spin him! Roll camera! Camera speed. Three, two, one! Action! (laughs) 
And we are back. Okay, yeah. Look at uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 63%. Only eight reviews, but audience score, 55%. One hour and 30 minutes. There you go. And it is on uh, Robert Robert Ebert... uh, Dot com. Okay. And it says it's from him. He gives it two and a half stars and says stuff like, it's not enough to like such films because they're so bad they're good. Um, and that's the main thing about this. It's one of those, it's so bad it's good movies. Right. It's, it's, you're not going into this for the, uh, for the story or the acting. It's just a fun grindhouse And if you're from movie. Milwaukee... Yeah. It's fun just to see what you can see in the background. Yeah. Uh, it has a lot of bikinis. It has a lot of nude boobs. Wieners. It, it has several wieners in it. The same wiener a couple of times. You know, <laughs> it doesn't really have much of a plot. It is filmed in, as Robert Ebert said, cheapo color. Okay. <laughs> um, which is used interchangeably with black and white yeah. throughout the movie. And all in four by three and very grainy. And the scenes, right, it says Siberia, Russia, and Tokyo, Japan, but obviously it was mainly filmed in Milwaukee. It's fun. It's one of those movies that it's fun to actually kind of like pick on it, you know, and just kind of go, but it's a real movie. And like you said today, you know, it's, it's, uh, you see a crew there. These are people who are working hard. And I bet you this next one is better than the first one. I mean, I know a lot of people that have made movies, Mm -hmm. small tiny little movies but you know none of them are this big yeah and it's it's a it's a cohesive movie it goes from one end to the other it actually has a pretty fun ending with danny trejo and the president of the united states yeah you told me about it but i'm excited to see that yeah there's some violence there's some bloodiness there's a corkscrew involved and a and a and I'm I'm excited to dynamite. see this next movie. I mean, yeah. they're going to sell some Blu-ray copies of this next film. It's definitely going to be on my list for sure. Plus, there's a lot of stuff that we didn't see. They were filming a, a car chase yeah. in our quarry, which right. we didn't get to see, We of kept course. seeing that red car, that another red 70s sort of car that was driving around. Right. And but, I assume that's... This, you, have, if a car, you have to have two cars for a car chase. That was like a Chevy Citation. I right, like a 1979... 80 Yeah, they actually had some quality, junky cars. I mm-hmm. mean, I wonder where they came from because they weren't Wisconsin rusty cars. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. They were crappy, yeah. but they were solid. The, the Chevy Citation had a blue and yellow license plate. So that'd be California. I wonder if they were just pretending, if that's just like fake. Or it's possible or they just, you know. Brought them out here on a... On a truck? I saw a car trailer. Right. They didn't look local. That car trailer didn't look local. Did you see there was also a, like, maybe it was their stand-in or their extra car? It was like a, a red Volvo? I did see that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Other things I noted about that first movie. Uh, yeah, you can watch it on Tubi for free. Um, shot in 4 by 3 Goes from black and white to grainy. Um a lot of full frontal nudity. So bad it's good. Done in the style of 70s grindhouse films with psychedelic music. Um, a lot of unmatched shots, you know. Like, oh, right. I noticed that. You, you know, know, like the uh, the exposure. Yes. Going from bright. Bright to, you know, from like. And then 
somebody will be in a scene where there's no forest in the background and then they'll just cut to another angle and now they're in a totally different area. That's fun. What this makes, like you told me, it makes you want to get back into the crazy movie. It does. It makes you go, wow, you know, we could make a movie. You know, but (laughs) But, we could, you know, you could actually film something over a long period of time, like like Primer. Like Primer or Coven. I mean, Primer was a very successful movie and the yeah. guy filmed it edited everything on like a 386 computer Amazing. and it took him years to do it and but, but that yeah. he had a good story and a good idea and now and, i mean look at my phone i'm i got an 8k phone right makes it easier yeah. uh, we could definitely do that i think we should actually yeah. that should be the next iteration of movie chatter podcast maybe the, maybe it'd be called like a murder in the podcast room mm Maybe, <coughs> maybe, but yeah, so there you go. It, a lot of fun though. It was a great day. Totally worth it for just that one five seconds of a car launching off of a tall cliff and crashing hard. Yeah. I call it a mini show today. Yeah. We gave you one on Thursday. We're, we're tired. I have got heat stroke practically from being outside. It's a lot of fun. So, uh, but yeah, there you go. Next week, maybe maybe we'll talk more about uh, you know your favorite B movies. Oh yeah, there's a, there's know? a bunch of stuff on Netflix we didn't get to. Um, that Amanda Siegfried mm. movie that that scary kind of horror movie. I thought it was really good. Uh, things seen the and heard. Stuff, yeah, something stuff. like that. Didn't get great reviews, but I really liked it a lot. There you go. Um, There's always something to talk about. Yeah, but go ahead and watch uh, Modus Operandi. It was fun to hang out with all the the whole crew. It was like a company party today. It was, and it was very festive. Everybody kind of waiting around. Almost felt like you were part of the the crew. It did on the movie. It did because it was, uh, you know when it came down to it, the director came over, told us to be quiet. And, that personal touch and then everybody a big cheer when that thing when he said cut yeah yeah was the finale of the day yeah check us out on instagram we have lots of good videos yeah uh maybe we'll get mark borchard on the show maybe we'll we'll try i don't know i mean i really i really like to have people in studio Hmm. i mean i know he lives in menominee falls he can easily there you go sit in one of our beautiful leather chairs here bet you we can get a hold of them we'll talk to some people at work maybe we can get an email or a phone number i'd like him to get a hold of us we'll do the promoting there you go you know yeah so there you go Don. all right until next time goodbye later
gotta just yap for a long time and then eventually something comes out.